Good afternoon, folks. How are you doing today? So, hey, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I just watched Meet Kevin's video on real estate. He's talking real estate and real estate investing again. Uh, it's been a while uh, since I caught a full Meet Kevin interview because they've been too, I don't know, oriented towards stimulus and they're kind of all nothing happened lately, you know, that kind of stuff. But he did a he did a video, 20 minutes, titled uh, The Coming 2021 Housing Crash. And I just, uh, I think he does a wonderful job when he's focused on real estate or real estate investing. He collects a great set of data. He tries to tie it all together. Um, you know, I think his, his opinion on the outcomes and his percentage is 5% this, 75% that, I think is interesting. Uh, I do... I have a slightly different opinion. I think some of the connections that he makes are would be a great conversation to have with him if I could get him on the channel again. If you don't know, I did do an interview with him. Just search Meet Kevin on my channel. I think it's called Jamba Juice to Millionaire or something like that. He's a, he's a wonderful guy. Uh, but basically, the first point he makes is we have an eviction crisis coming. And if Congress doesn't do anything, we could see 4x the number of evictions than we normally do. Um, not going to make an argument there. It's certainly possible that we're going to see an eviction tsunami. Uh, he did, for example, talk about one Florida location, I think, said they averaged 50, but they just did 219. I think that that is just frankly skewed, right? If you average 50 a month, month, then you shut down evictions for four months. Yeah, you're likely going to have 200 or 219 when you finally open up. We've created a backlog in evictions. And again, I could say this as someone who has tenants that have been waiting, right? I'm down like $30,000 from, I think, four tenants now, maybe it's five. Somebody didn't pay in March, hasn't paid. Another one stopped in April, another one stopped in May because they're all hearing free rent. So yes, when the evictions open up, we will see a tsunami, but it's not 4x because it's 4x. It's because we were shut down for four months. So I think everybody is over-exaggerating evictions. We've had them shut down. Thus, when you open, it's going to be larger. Simple math. Where I differ from Kevin is he's, he talked about once we go through evictions, he saw landlords, tenants, toilets, termites giving up and throwing their units on the market. You know, these would be slightly distressed rental quality, he talked about. And the idea was those could lead to price drops if the inventory is of some size. And I guess I got to disagree. This is my first point of disagreement. And it's only based on the fact that I've been in the market 20 years and I'm in the market every day. And if you go back and watch some of the videos I've done with real estate brokers over the last month, it has become really obvious what's happening today. Clean properties that can go FHA are selling like that. So when they sell that quickly, clean condition, move-in ready, turnkey, supply-demand imbalance means prices are going up. 
if the inventory that comes on the market is, let's just call it clean first off, which maybe 30% of them will be, those will sell very quickly. We'll see no, no blip in pricing. But if his assumption is that landlords get frustrated and sell once evictions are done, you know, the inventory coming on will be distressed. And that inventory, even today, is sitting longer because you need to be a cash buyer. You need to be a flipper. You need to go get hard money so you can buy this junker, spend 50, 60, 80 grand, make it turnkey so you can sell to owner occupant. So I think the inventory that he saw coming that would lead to price deterioration won't because who is buying today won't be a bidder on that. So I, I don't necessarily agree with that. The other piece of logic that I didn't, I had to listen to twice and I just don't understand. If you are a frustrated landlord, why would you want to go all the way through an eviction and then sell? That's kind of like the worst time. You've just suffered all of those losses. Why wouldn't you either A, clean up the property so you too can get maximum price and sell to an owner-occupant, FHA buyer? Or two, why wouldn't you sell while the tenant's there? Properties can be sold when a tenant is in the property. You're just going to sell it to another landlord. And you'll have to disclose the tenant's in eviction and it's non-performing and non-payment. But you can sell that property today. There are buyers or landlords that will buy today with a tenant in there. So to think that none of those frustrated landlords sell today early, but they sell later empty without fixing, I couldn't rationalize that in my head. I still can't, just talking it out loud with you. Right. So if you're a landlord, you're in, in evictions, it takes you a year to get them out. They're now out. You give up. You sell it as is. Probably not likely. If you're frustrated, you're going to sell early. If it's empty, you're probably going to clean it up and sell it to an owner-occupant because you've been watching your own market and you know that's where people are buying. So I'm not sure I get that connection. The other thing that was kind of in his talk after going evictions, distressed inventory, distressed inventory, lower prices, was um, foreclosures. And his kind of thinking again was, oh, by the way, if, if prices go down 10 or 15%, 87% of the population or homeowners still have equity, pricing is not going to go down. Again, I think you're mixing your inventory, Kevin. There's certainly an investor inventory, but there's the owner-occupant inventory. And yes, there is some overlap, but it's not nearly as much. It's not a one-to-one -one match. What I think is far more important for any potential foreclosure crisis or price deterioration is not evictions, distressed inventory, distressed inventory, lower prices. I think that's the wrong set of connections, in my opinion. I think it is unemployment, forbearance requests, can't get a new job, forbearance ends, forced sale. And again, in that string, right, because we haven't, you were talking landlord string. I'm looking at 
owner occupants. And again, owner occupants are 69% or 68% of the market. So I think it's far more important to look at unemployment, forbearance, continued unemployment, forced sale. That's a better string to watch. And right now, forbearance is going to go easily into 2021. And thus, any kind of mass inventory coming on won't be until the summer or fall of 2021. And what you and I see today is price increases. You even talked about that in your video. And I think your video came out yesterday or the day before. Today, Kevin, you would have seen existing home sales up uh, 8.5% in value. So you're right. Value is rising. So as I talked about with Ken McElroy's video on 2021, I think we are successfully delaying pain where prices are rising so that when you're the owner-occupant, unemployed, forbearance, still unemployed, must sell, you can sell in a market where you still have equity. So I did a video, I think it was on a 200K house where you still walked away with, I forget what it was, 12 or 15 grand. So I don't see how these connections, I didn't see the owner-occupant connection in your, your video, which, which, which would be interesting to look at. Because again, owner-occupied, 69%, renters, 31%, right? So they have different markets and they're different weights. The other thing we didn't talk about in your video was you were talking nationally the whole time, which was awesome. Uh, I think it would have been nice to highlight urban or big cities more at risk than suburbs. I think that is painfully obvious now in the data that I see and I'm sure you see, Kevin. Um, urban areas have problems, suburbia better, right? I think the data is proving that out. And then the other thing, Kevin, that you talked about right at the end there, uh, being kind of the, the devil in the detail was interest rates. And you tied that to inflation. In your talk, you talked about, hey, a double whammy would be uh, evictions, inventory, prices, and then rising interest rates. If we have that string, you're likely in a deflationary environment and interest or inflation won't go up and thus interest rates go up. Uh, I think you did say that right now inflation in your video was not expected till 2023. I think that's right. Uh, I think it's going to take a, a while to get through here. Um, so in the end, Kevin, I just want to thank you Thank you, thank you for putting out a real estate investing video. Uh, you have a special gift for making complex things look simple. Um, you really help people when you do that. I was very happy to watch that video and go, wow, he's back. Um, so thank you, Kevin. I may not always agree with how you connect things, but we have different experiences and different things. And um, it was really nice to see you put that video out. So thank you, Kevin. Thank you for helping everybody. Have a wonderful day. Take care.